Yo. Yo, we are back. <laughs> she wants to know what? <laughs> no. What? No, no, it was just about the microphone. I didn't know we were on yet. Somebody was asking about the kind of microphones we had. Oh, so. they, these are the Rode Pod mics. And Rode if you Pod need mics. some, you can get them for 100 bucks. Ooh. And I'll be sponsored, not yet, but I sure damn hope so. All right. But anyways, welcome back nice. to the Par Bar. What's up, people? Hello, I hello, hello. Your boy Vince T, and along with me is Dr. Twisted. Yo, yo. And along with us, she is back. <sighs> and without COVID in the booty crack, that's Coco's back, y'all. Hello. It's good to be back. Hello, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Jen. Yeah, you. Thank you for all those that are viewing right now on Twitch. We appreciate you guys for logging in. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the little intro music. We try to keep it interesting for you guys. It is that kind of Wednesday hump day, uh, is what they say. Hump day. So? Yes. Auntie Coco, it's been a while. It has been How a while. You, been? you know, I've been really well. I've been very busy as usual, so I guess that's good. Yep. But I've been, I've been pretty good. Doing a lot of stuff, slinging them tiny houses. If you guys want to come check it out, please let me know because we are doing open houses now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we're having some schedulings going in. Since it's smaller, we're keeping the groups little. Okay, so let by us appointment know. only? No, no. I mean, yes for now, but I, because we're not really advertising, advertising out on the street yet. It's just kind of word of mouth. I'm getting some marketing going, so we'll be out in Mission Bay in about a month. Oh, um, but yeah, we're going to drag it out there so we can actually camp out there and then share it but also too if anybody wants to just come check it out so that they have their own private showing you know let me know yeah, because not that kind of private showing guys just yeah, of the, the tiny, tiny house ca tinyliving.com ca tinyliving.com yes and shout out real quick uh to jen shout out to our boy deep rooted shout out to dom deep rooted yes. ralph on you shout out to our boy pahu in the building and pahu Pahizi. mark how you doing, bro? Doing good, man. Doing good. <clears throat> a little irritated, but you know we'll okay, get it. we'll get into that. I think that's what kind of inspired the topic of of tonight's show. Um, but nonetheless, you are listening to the Parbar Show here on Island City, where the biatch meets the Striots. Yes, and before we get too deep into the episode, I do want to shout out the uh, CCF fundraisers. Mm. Yes, uh, Mark, if you want to shed some light on that. Yes, yeah, so we have a uh, CCF fundraiser coming up. Actually, two of them in the month of July, July 8th and July 16th. That's a Friday and a Saturday at Pacific Island Brewing out in Santee. Mm -hmm. And the third uh, is August 12th, also at Pacific Island Brewing. And the big one where we're going to have the drawing for the raffle tickets that they're going to be selling at the event is uh, September 3rd at Guam Grill at the Oceanside location. And there's also... And, and I will go into it later on. I'll do another plug for it. But it's going to be, it's actually a Chetlu fundraiser. Okay. Um, it's going to be happening at the Golden Corral in Al Cajon. Oh, right on. Yeah, and that's uh, later on this month. Right on. And for those that don't know why we're doing this, we're trying to put on, uh, what well, the Chetlu organization is trying to put on the Chamo Cultural Festival next year. I believe in March. Are we yes. still set on, on yeah. that month? Yeah, March. always March. Um, it is Mess Chamo month. That's why uh, we, we do that. Um, <clears throat> so we want to make sure everyone comes out, has a good time, and plus... Make sure that we have the means to do so to put on a good show. Right. So it takes money to, to to put it on. So yeah, we're not even making money really at that point. It's it's yeah. it's really just to give back to the people. But on that note, before we dive into the episode, cheers, family. Cheers. Yes, sir. Cheers, Amelia. That's for him. And cheers to you. Mm. Yes. And for those that are out there, you notice we didn't say one name that we usually say every week. Um, boy, D-Nut has decided to play hooky today. Yeah. And why is that, Mark? <clears throat> Don't bitch. Getting his hair did. <laughs> Don't bitch. So he has uh, some yeah. dark male problems. <laughs> I want to use, you know, might get canceled for that word, but. What's the word? <laughs> rhymes, with, rhymes with crack. <laughs> He's oh. out there. I'd give him some shit only because he said he was getting his hair done last week and he lied to us. So we're here to make fun of him on air. That's right. I already um, scolded him and told him that he needed to be chatting since he wasn't he's going showing for, he's up going here. going for the Brandy look, too. He said he's having trouble with his account. Brandy? Oh, my God. Brandy. Oh, he, 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 uh, I want to be Mr. Poetic down. Justice. Huh? <laughs> I want to be down huh? with you. And shout out to uh, Aloha Kylie. Oh, it? yay. Half a day. Yes, half a day to you. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Um, so to really 
get into today's subject because I think it'll take up a lot of our time. Uh, the reason Mark has say he's irritated is because why, Mark? Um, <clears throat> people judging people uh, mm. based off of um, it could be because of what their background is um, and how they see that compared to other people's backgrounds. It could be because of jo- uh, jobs, uh, difference of jobs. Um, As in the position of like the role they play? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, either the role that they play or just, you know, the level of job that they have, you know. Yeah. Um, and not even trying to understand that there's certain jobs out there that there's, uh, you know, you, you may have a college degree. Sure. Right? But there's people who do jobs that they don't have a college degree, but the degree that they do have is in the job that they do. They are professionals. They're experts at their job. Sure. And that's something that that they can do professionally and very, um, um, uh, what's the damn word, uh, proficiently. Or efficiently. Right. But, yeah. Or and efficiently. Right. But the person with that college degree can't necessarily step in and do that either. Right. Right. So everybody's an ex- expert in their field. But when you have that person that has that higher level of education looking down their nose at, say, blue-collar workers and judging them and their level of intellect based off of the job that they do compared to the job that that judging person has, it's just um, it's a very irritating scenario to be in. And, and to be on the receiving end of that, it's uh, very irritating. And, you know, I mean, it... it doesn't even border on the line of disrespect. It Are you is, talking? It is disrespectful, you know, and um, that's just something that over the last few weeks, I won't go into detail about that, but the last few weeks is something that myself and this committee that I'm on have been dealing with. Sure, you know, and it's come to the point where it's gonna it's gonna come to a head sooner rather than later. I think is gonna be is the best way to put it because it needs to. Okay, but um, yeah, it's. It's just it's just very frustrating and very irritating when you're trying to accomplish something, and both sides are trying to accomplish and get to the same end game, right? Right. And which means that you have to you have to work together. It's a negotiation, so you have to work together. Yeah, you're kind of against each other on stuff, but it doesn't have to be a thing of De- like degrading someone's. It's uh, discrimination. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. There, there's a layer of discrimination because somebody is taking, deciding that their level of education or the title that they have or the money that they make is, mm. is above another person. Right. When really, it doesn't really matter about that. If you need this area of expertise and it doesn't maybe have a, a, uh, what, what, what is it called? Uh, uh, a market ratio or that job ratio where the, where the, dollar amount for that position, right? Is there, there's a certain dollar amount for a certain kind of type of job, right. no matter what it is. So if you're in that spot and you still need that function to get the job done, it shouldn't really make a difference on who's got what title to do it. But that's often something that's in the case where people um, misunderstand and then misuse it. Sure. And and abuse maybe what little and, and not even power is a too strong of a word because I think there's an abusive of authority even. Yeah. But the level of disrespect that comes with that discrimination yeah. is is the problem, I think. And and I have also I can see that you're being you're experiencing this too. But I, I think that that's I, the saddest thing is that the the type of person that sh- that uh, puts that upon another person, right? That that is placing that judgment or acting a certain way because your job title is this and my job title is this, and I deem myself higher. <clears throat> it's a it's a problem because they're using themselves as the benchmark for success, right? Um, oh. And that's didn't think about it. Like you that. know, a little self absorbed. I think self absorbed, sure. and there's a very high level of arrogance that comes with that too. Of course, and everybody always has an area to learn and to grow, no matter what position you're in. Mm-hmm. Just because you're in a good position for a long time doesn't mean you've done any good in that position for that time. Mm-hmm. So you go and you continue to hire the same kind of people, but to to already go in on that and to demonstrate that. This is, you know, how I feel about these scenarios and my position here. It's almost, you know, putting a little bit more value on yourself than than what you're really bringing to the table. 
Um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Disappointing and if that person is in some kind of leadership role. Yeah. And they're in a very high leadership role and the position that they do hold, um, is very, uh, it, they, they do have a certain sense of power, right? And, right. and a false sense of entitlement. Yeah. That comes with that. And, and to treat a working class, I, I always look at it like this. These jobs up here wouldn't exist without these jobs down here. Oh yeah. yeah we are all sure. in the working because, class well, because these the jobs up here being, need these ahead. people down here in order for them to even exist up here. Otherwise they wouldn't have shit to do. Yeah. And you, you know? by you saying these jobs up here doesn't necessarily mean this is more important than this. It yeah. Not the hierarchy. It, this would never be achievable without the starting foundation of it. Yeah. And um, this is the moneymaker. Sure. Right here. This yeah. well, you here have to have maker. the foundation and that support in mm-hmm. order to elevate anybody else that's going to go out and generate revenue or or produce whatever that product is or whatever that company is doing. You always have those layers of foundation. And like what Deep Rooted said, yep. mm-hmm. degrees don't necessarily equal real world working experience. Exactly. And that is absolutely true yep. from someone who does not have a degree. Likewise. But my mm-hmm. degree is experience. I mean, I have gone to college, I don't know, too many fucking times that I probably have three bachelor's degrees, but you know, I change my discipline all the time because I can't focus, but that's absolutely right. I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't mean shit. It's just unfortunate that that is the kind of way that people still think, you know, it's, that's, it's that's hierarchical. That's the that they go off of is the, like you said earlier, you know, it's the, they, they look at themselves and their level of, of success and they gauge everybody else based off of themselves. Yeah. Right. You know, and when they look down their nose at other people and the positions that they hold or the jobs that they hold, you know, me, you shouldn't be in the position you're in if that's the way you see it. You have to be very careful. You know, yeah. you've got to be very, very careful when you're in the workplace and you're dealing with people because everybody there has a purpose. And yes, there are a lot of roles and a lot of jobs out there that pay a lot more money than others. And there's a reason for that. Not because you're going to stay in this position. You decide if you're going to, and sometimes time and circumstance decides for you, Sure, you know, Mm -hmm. but it it still does not, uh, it doesn't reach the end game. Like you're talking about, we don't have to like each Mm. other and we don't have to have the same skill set. and we shouldn't, we shouldn't have the same skill set to get, to a successful place right, so or che- to execute. So on check a plan. this out. Shout out to Ralph. He, he makes a good point here on in the on the Twitch chat. He said that basically companies use the degree as basically as a as a situation to weed others out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely agree with that. I never thought about it in that sense, but it was kind of something that we already know as employees, right? If people in the job search, whenever that may be. Um, but but yeah, I mean, well, t- take it for myself. I don't have a degree, um, especially for my field. Uh, where I deal with attorneys every day, mm-hmm. but having X amount of years in this field, I've learned how to navigate myself around, you know, this environment. I've, I've learned how to talk to people of, of, you know, that are partners in their firm or if not damn own the whole firm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some disrespect me and some actually value what I'm saying. Um, that's the good with the bad you kind of take with any job, but it's, um, I didn't have to have a have a degree to show that I know what I'm doing. I just had to to be around it and experience the same thing. You know, um, I, I feel like four years of working in the same field, no matter what it is, is damn near the same thing as college. If you were to take it in that in that in that, well, yeah, because you're, if, actively, if you're actively working right. that field, right? Because you're you're actively working that field for those four years. You're doing it. You're in there getting right. your hands dirty and stuff. You're in the trenches where the person over here is going to school to learn it and sure. learn the ins and outs and all that, the, the, uh, the theory, I guess, you know, behind that craft, right. Yeah. They still have to play catch up when they come in. Right. And I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm not saying like, no, not at all. like do what's right for you, but also know that if, if let's say, let's say you go to culinary school to be a chef and you, you straight out of high school or take a couple years off, whatever you go through the program and you know, it might be tough to go find a job out there because you just graduated from culinary school. You go, you go work at a restaurant like an Applebee's or Chili's. Yep. You meet this guy that's been there for about five, five years. That's been on the line. That's been doing everything that you've been doing. Uh-huh. At that point, your skill set is the same, right? 
Now, who, who deserves a, a you know a, a better I, I guess recognition? I don't know. Like, because on one hand, one person does have the experience, the culinary, the culinary, right? Mm-hmm. The culinary background to say he he or she has done x amount of, of training, but the, also the training within the person the person that's been in the kitchen mm-hmm. is just and I think it's more valuable. But for some reason, the person with the degree gets more recognition. So it's one thing to hmm. train for war, right? Sure. Or to train to fight as opposed to somebody who's been in multiple fights already and who's never trained. Okay. You know what I mean? So that person who's never trained, they've just been in multiple fights. They've won some, they've lost some, but they have that experience. So they know what it feels like already to get hit in the face by somebody who wants to take them down as opposed to the guy who's only trained and sparred and the guy's get their sparring against or training, but they're only going half speed because they're not trying to hurt each other in training. Of course. First time he has to face an opponent who's ready to smash their face and he gets hit the first time. Oh, shit. That's a whole different experience. You know, and then he's looking at the the seasoned guy that doesn't have that training, but who's been in those brawls and he's looking at him like, well, how in the fuck do you do this? Right? Just experience and exposure to it. You know, and, and, but there has to be an appreciation for that. You have to appreciate and respect those people who do have that hands-on experience, who do have that knowledge, maybe not taught in a classroom, but taught in a classroom of the real world out there. No, for sure. You know? Um, and I think, like, with that being said, it's like, for people to come and go, kind of going back to the subject of it, it's like, to people to automatically think that somebody else is beneath them because of what they have experienced is also, like, major characteristic flaw oh, yeah. to me. Um, some people might think differently because of their accomplishments, and we're going to get to that s- soon enough. Um, and Skoko, give me your, uh, your your two cents on that. On on basically, like, why do you think, or why do you think people automatically assume one is better than the I other? I think because that's just historically how it's been. Like, you go, you graduate from high school, and you go to college. You know, that's kind of... Uh, uh, it's kind of one of those, those you know, things that we've always grown up with, so right? Are we used These to patterns. it? Are we too used to I it? think it's a pattern, but I also think that that if if it is, it's cultural. But it but part of getting an education, extended education beyond beyond high school, is either a decision that is pressurized by your by your parents or your family, or, or it's so a decision that decision you make that you for yourself. But but through all of that, let's not forget that even though. And there, and there is, there is that thing of why is that degree more important? And it's, and it's because it demonstrates, it demonstrates that you have this type of discipline and structure. I'm not saying that you've done well, Never mind the, you know, the fraternities and all that. I'm just talking about going through that four years of getting your degree. Let's just talk about a bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. or even an associate's degree. Who gives a shit? If you take any kind of time to complete your degree in any sort of discipline, what that does for you in my experience and observation is it is a negotiation. It's an, it's a bargaining chip that's going to give you the opportunity when you are sitting in front of those folks who are interviewing you, it's giving you the upper hand to say, I have the discipline and structure to go in and complete this. It doesn't say anything about being a good student. It doesn't say anything about being a hard worker. What it says is, I have completed this part of what we are used to seeing in these patterns because a lot of times when companies are looking for employees, they are looking for a certain set of skills, especially when you're trying to fulfill specific jobs. So you have to be able to have some sort of fishnet to find these candidates that could potentially fill these roles. And you are going to lean towards those folks who have those skill sets written on paper. And people can look fucking amazing on paper and come in and do that's funny. fuck that, all. That, that's yep. funny that you say that. It doesn't, fuck all. It doesn't fuck say, it, all. yeah, the accomplishment fuck is the accomplishment, you. right? But fuck it, you. The, the accomplishment is accomplishment, but it doesn't say, hey, this, this fucking guy was late to class every fucking time. It doesn't say right. anything about who you are as a yeah, person. Just it just says you've graduated. It doesn't say you got a 4.0. Doesn't say anything. It, All it says is you went to university and you accomplished this in your life, which does give you the advantage when you are looking at something mm-hmm. that's not necessarily apples to apples, okay? But it is in the grocery store. 
And mm. you have an option to make that choice. Yep. You don't know anything about a person until you sit down and you talk to them and you decide, would I, and, and I mean, we're just casual, but would I want to go and have a drink with this person? Probably not. When I interview somebody, I'm really thinking about... What, you're going to drink with this person? No. Oh. I don't ever drink well, so at work. Does never. he smoke weed? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Got some good weed on you. You know what? Smoke weed every day. But no, you think about that, right? You have to think about the people. Everybody has these technical skills, and they can, they can learn. You can learn anything you want. So, the, so those of us, I'm one of the people that doesn't have a degree. And what I lack in experience, I will always make up in hard work, which is what my dad always taught mm -hmm. me to do. And so that does very much so outweigh any kind of person that's going to come in with a piece of paper to say, I studied this. Yeah. Well, that's great that you studied it, but I've been doing it over here. Still, there are often times that you will, I have experienced this myself, be overlooked and or still kind of treated somewhat different. Not because it's a degree that now I'm staring into a different arena, but because you don't have that degree, it, it, it gives you a little less of an advantage. Again, it's a pattern. We've grown up in these, like, you know, you grow up, you graduate, you get married, you have a kid, you have a family, you know what I mean? You work hard. Right. And so for those folks who say that they're not a part of the working class or who demonstrate that they're not a part of a blue collar, yeah. I don't give a fuck what kind of collar you have on. If you are working and you are employed by someone else, I don't give a shit if you're a uh, lawyer or if you're a, or, or whoever. If you are employed by someone else, you are a part of the working class because Thank you are you. fucking working, yep. bitch. Yep. And we all are. And it doesn't matter what kind of job you're in. Hey, talk about it. I'm just saying, it does not. It does not matter what kind of fucking job you're in. Yep. If you are out there and you are hustling and you're working hard, then you know what? You, at the end of the day, can look at yourself in the mirror and just be like, cool. I'm successful. But you know, you are, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. You can, though. You can, because by who? By whose level and by whose measure and who the fuck cares? Who's, whose level of success is success? You measure it on the, your own. The happiness is really what our ultimate goal is yep. as, be, as human beings and getting all hippie cosmic and shit, but for, you know, not to get that way, but still, the old, <laughs> you know, the simpler they are, the better they are. You know is what I mean? Is that right? Yes. Bleed, cheap art. Yeah, 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 Don't exactly. be it. So oh. let's jump on to, so another thing going with that. Let's go with that. Is when you do have uh, experience and time where you can gain the ability to be able to judge mm, yeah, based off of your experience. So an example I was giving that Coco earlier was you get a new, new employee or new worker. I've learned that I can tell what kind of worker the individual is going to be by the way that they walk. Mm -hmm. If they're walking slow and dragging their feet they're going to be on the job working slow, dragging their feet, not going to be a ball of fire. And I can say that just based off of my experience that I've had with it. And it's something that over the last 22 years, I've gained that knowledge by, From experience. Uh, by observing and experiencing it. Right. But at the same time, I can say I've seen guys that you see them, they're moving around, they've, they've got fire in their ass, you know, and they're moving around quick, but then same time they get out there and they're they're turds that's the probation people yes getting through that first 90 days of like you know yep. what i got i got we're prove all myself. stars and, and then, then as soon as they make like, it boom they're all sitting there dragging their feet yeah you know, yeah getting comfortable slow. and sometimes that guy that was dragging his feet is the one that after that probation period he maybe he's like shit i made it I better appreciate this shit. And he kicks it in the gear and he's a better worker than that guy that was a ball of fire at the beginning. Right. I mean, what if that's just how he has to get yeah. to learning? Maybe that's his progression. Like yeah. he, he doesn't take it on very quickly, but maybe there's something that is being absorbed. And over that period of time, you start to have that growth and it's you like have I've, somebody that comes in fucking running all the way to the finish line and mm -hmm. showing that, you know, I can do this first. I mean, I don't know. I could run down the hill and fuck sure. on calorie it's just It's over Walk time, right? You know, consistency. Yep. I mean, yeah. not not always what you see is what you get. I mean. What do you think, Vince? Uh, man, I honestly, like, <clears throat> I have a whole bunch of things going through my head right now. Like, 
I'm also thinking like on on the opposite end, right? Like 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 does experience also on the flip side does experience in the job does that trump a uh, a, a, a new degree? Because would, in the same no. sense that the person with with experience can also can also have that that attitude with like oh I've been here for fucking ten years you don't know shit tenure well, tenure see, is I, not just, as important just, as it just used a, to be a example right so, so you're absolutely right so, so you know you, you see what I'm saying like yes. that can also be be something where on the flip side this this younger or this person that just got out of college I'm not even gonna say younger it could be any any age um, goes in gets this job that has shown the dedication and you know the the discipline to use Anti Coco's words that. You know, I, I've disciplined myself for this four years, X amount of years that I've dedicated and I want to do this with my life. And then there could be this person that's been working in this field for, for eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, now like the, the, the balls in, on the other side, right? So it's like the person that's been working for eight years is like, man, this food don't really know shit because I've been doing this for eight years and he's only been studying it for four years. Mm-hmm. So it can also be on that end too. So like it, it it's it'll vary for sure. It, it does, not, and 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 I'll say from experience, like we have we've done that. So when you look at uh, supervision, sure. Okay, in the past, the supervisor has been somebody who's been in the field doing our job, mm-hmm. and then they've decided, you know, what, I don't want to break my back anymore. I'm going to write out the last ten years of my career. I'm going to go. I'm going to be a supervisor. I'll be a manager. No problem with that. Okay, with that. They could step in and they can tell somebody, hey, you know, you should try this or because they've already been there. They've, they've done that. They have that experience and knowledge that they can share. But the new generation that we're, we get now are people who have a background in employment that has absolutely nothing to do with the job that we do. So when they come out and they're telling you, hey, you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to do that. You're looking at them going, I mean, where the frick is this coming from? You don't even know what you're talking about right now. Why should I listen to you? Because mm. you've never done what I'm doing. Yeah. And you look at what I'm doing and you're scared of what I'm doing hmm. because you know that there's danger in it. So you're going to err on the side of caution and prohibit me from doing my job. Right. Based off of your fear and your lack of experience and knowledge. No, I'm, I'm so putting this. I'm putting this question in the chat that I just came to my mind. So, um, the question is, uh, what makes someone think they know better? Oh, one word for that. So, one of the things that you were talking about earlier, I, I had a thought on. You know, and and I think anybody who's any in any position of, when they have experience, and somebody else steps in. If you look at that person based off of their lack of experience or their their lack of knowledge, and right away you judge and say, this motherfucker doesn't know what they're talking about or what they're doing, why am I <clears throat> going to listen to them? And you have that attitude that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make you a good, solid leader either. Well, resistance is not going to yeah, help either. Not at all because I mean, yeah, because that, that just it creates animosity, it creates stress, it, it creates a bunch of stuff. But if you're an open-minded person, somebody comes in and they have a degree and they start talking about something, you listen to them. You never know; they might have some great idea, and you're going, "Damn, that's pretty good." You know, hey, maybe we'll try that. You're open-minded about it. And if it doesn't work, okay, then you resort back to what you know. But at least you're giving that person's idea a chance. And if it works, what did you just do? Now mm-hmm. you've just helped that person's confidence and you've encouraged that person to continue to give me your ideas. Well, and you've changed the way that you're going to work together. Yeah. Right. So you, and, and that's to what you said about, um, oh gosh, you said something, a specific word right now when you were talking about the, the people working together. But uh, oh, openness, I think. Open but that, that's part of yeah. it, right? Yeah. And that's part of, if, 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 this, if there's a person that's going to come in up over you and start to work with you in the capacity that you're working, the, the, the less experienced in our, our opinion right now, our perception, right, sure. of this other person is that they have less experience. And it's probably true. Mm-hmm. It's probably true. But, but they're here. 
And it's really critical what you said about the openness, because we don't know what the underlying reason, if we don't know what the underlying reason is for this change, then whoever made this decision to bring in this other person has done a shitty job of communicating what the impact is going to be and what we're doing right now and why. Yeah. Because everybody has, to, everybody goes through their own, through their own cycle of experiencing a change, whether, you know, whatever that is. But the important thing is that your leadership, our leadership that we think about when, when they're going to make these changes, have to really be considerate of who is this really impacting? And when it's impacting them, how is it going to impact them? And then what are we going to expect them to do? Is it going to have positive impact? But none of that is telling them what they're getting out of it first. Mm. And so you have to always lead in with giving them a little bit more about what's in it for you in this big change. And the big change is this new person is going to be coming in to do X. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's a great idea. Sure. It just means that when I'm telling you that this is happening, I'm already over here in the way that I'm thinking about what's changed. Mm -hmm. You are just learning about it. So you haven't even had any time to process anything about what has happened, what it means to you, what it means to this other person. So you're expected to just automatically adapt to that. Right. And that's also a misguided approach from leadership too, because you have to give people the opportunity to understand what this impact is, whether they're, whether they accept it or not is relative because we can't tell them how to accept it. We can only really share, this is what's happening. Here's how it's impacting you, the business, us as a, as a team, right? Here's what we're going to do about it. Here's what the Here's what the outcome is going to be. And here's what all of our fucking hard work is going to be contributing to. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's going to be shitty. I'm not saying anything other than here's what's happening. And despite how it may be, you have to look outside of your personal feelings of what is happening. Because when you think about it, at the end of the day, it is all about the business. Because today's world is not about making sure it is about the happiness of the employee to some degree, but that's to ensure that they can make sure that they rise up to that almighty dollar to that organization or that company. Yeah. You want to keep them motivated, keep the morale up so they continue to do a good job for you so that that, the bottom line. And that has shifted, right? That used to be the main priority, Mm -hmm. but now it's shifted a little bit because things are more competitive. Things are more cutting edge, but you have to really be able to, to be outside of the personal feelings of what's happening and look at what's happening inside of the business, how it's impacting you, deal with those emotions, however long that's going to take, because people do deserve that kind of time to absorb what's happening. Right. In order for them to then kind of shift the way that they're thinking and contribute in some way and then go on that journey, whether they go kicking and screaming, it may not be as bad if you just give the consideration to the people first because that is what it is. People and culture is what make things happen. It doesn't matter what company you're in. Well, see, it yeah. comes, it's it, true. It, but it also comes down to this too, right? So say in a workplace, if you're planning on making some kind of a move that's going to be a major change and you're going to the people who've been around doing the work, you would think that there would be a enough of a level of respect for those people that have been doing the job that you would approach them and explain everything to them. You That's have to you do have, that though. To, because if those you are your it, ambassadors. Yeah. Cause if you don't do it and you just impose a change and you say, that's the way it's going to be, just deal with it. Well, you're not giving the people any kind of respect. And these are the people who've been out there doing it this whole time for that company and for you, right. for that job. Absolutely. Hey, right. Hey, and real quick, sorry guys, not, not to interrupt. I love the discussion. Uh, first time chat from uh, X Unfair. I'm not so sure if you guys know who that person is. Uh, but it says, being open-minded, simply recognizing and respecting others' beliefs and practices to build a more harmonious uh, relationship with whoever you meet. Yes. I yes. can't agree more. And started with simply, too. So, you yeah. know, and it kind of goes back to Absolutely. discussions that we've had a long time ago, Vince, when you're talking about two sides that right. they have different opinions at, instead of, them getting together and like having a conversation absolutely and finding Ralph. a common ground they just stick to their guns and it just are always going to be against each other but in this case here if you actually take time out and listen to the other side and understand them and they do the same with you right you, a lot of times you're going to find out you have a lot of common wants 
But that's kind of that that that's that's the point that they miss a lot of the times yeah. is you have to take those folks with the tribal knowledge because they're the ones that are going to be able to be your ambassadors for this whole adoption. But you have to think about that from the very, very beginning. Like who are the people that are either the most experienced and the least experienced so that you can start somewhere to say, well, let's kind of test this out. You're the subject matter experts in all of that. You have to be able to rely and lean into those people mm -hmm. because they're going to be the ones that are going to tell you, okay, this is how it's going to work. This is how it works today. Mm -hmm. Tell me what we're doing today, because here's my vision for tomorrow. How are we, how, what does it look like today? So let's go to the finish. Let's go to the finish and work backwards and get uh, to where we are today. Yeah. That, that, that is probably a, well, that's what has been successful for me in my experience of making big changes. Yeah. You have to, you have to create or not even create, but you have to expose the value in what it is that you're, you're presenting. Right. So you could be doing a job a certain way and you're doing it for years. The way you were trained, everybody's been doing it this way and it's worked fine. But now you have this idea and you go, you know, it would be, it could be better if we just, let's just give it a try like this and see. Good enough. Well, that's, good that's enough. also under the mentality, right? It yeah. can always be better. It can always be better. Of course or, it can. Just because it's there, worked right? for but so long. But where is it right now? Just because it's worked for so long doesn't mean that that's the only way. Yeah. Right. Right. So to be a person that can be open-minded and accept that and go, okay, you know what? Let's give it a shot. If it, if it works, cool. If it doesn't, well, we know we have this way to work. You know, and we can resort back to that and maybe kick your idea around and see, okay, what did we learn from this? How can we get what you presented to make this better and make that better so that it works next time? Right. You know, so, so it, it all just goes back to being open-minded and being receptive to other people's ideas, um, you know, and their, their, their point of views on things, right? And it, it's just kind of like got way off of where this whole thing started. No, but it's all right. It, but it does go back to... It, it, it relates to, to sure. Yeah, re, respecting experience, respecting those who have that knowledge and experience of doing a job and relying on them as that's still subject matter experts and putting value in that and utilizing that value to your benefit right. and going, okay, if I want to make this change, I can't just arbitrarily make this change. I should talk to the people who do this job on a daily that have that experience, they do have that knowledge, and let's see what they think. Let me let me let me run this by you guys, and you tell me what you think. And if you do something like that, I'd say like maybe eight, nine, ten times out of ten, that group you do that with, they may not like it, they might not even like the idea, but they're gonna go, all right, let's give it a shot. If you're open to because, the discussion, because you were you were respectful enough and open enough to come to us and say, hey, let's give it a shot not just, hey, this is how it's going to be, then we're willing to go ahead and, and give it a shot and see. And we'll, and we'll give it a, we'll do our due Dope. diligence to see how it works. Well, give it a shot really means, right? We have shot. an opportunity. Shot, I'm right? going to go ahead and do this. And, oh, yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers to you. Uh, cheers to you. Cheers. And, then and back to you from him. Real quick after this. And to you on the chat. You are listening to the Par Bar on Island City. Where the biatch meets the street. Like real quick before we get into our next segment. That's some more of that COVID booty coming. Yeah, that's the, that's the left. <laughs> you know what? All the so, time, all the time. It just we cannot have an episode. We, we without talked the about COVID a lot booty. about the things, respect and all that. One person I do want to respect is our boy Hully. That uh yeah. oh. we haven't had a chance to play his newest cut here Listen. on uh on the Par Bar show. So I'm gonna give Ooh, you guys cut it. like 30, 30 seconds more or less. You guys go check it out. The new single is Return. Oh, can we put it in the um, chat? On Spotify, yes, please. We will go ahead and do that. Okay, I'll do go that Go and check now. this out right now. Listen to holy sound. <sighs> Let me see. Where's the song? Is it on YouTube? YouTube, Spotify. Okay, I'll go Spotify. Everybody has Spotify, right? So my next question is going to be, so I'm going to bring it back to the cultural side. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, so does the history of one person's culture create a, a stereotype? Yes. So we're going to talk about so Asians, doctors, um, women, Samoans, NFL players. Um, NFL players are airport workers. Exactly. Yeah, right. So I'm, yeah, right? I'm going to bring that in after a bit. Because 
but <clears> how do I find his song if I'm just right here? Either fucking line cooks or gardeners or construction exactly. workers. So yeah. I want to make sure that we get that in because this is a this is awesome right here. I'm glad you guys took over. Sorry, I just no, no, get no, on. I get like I I my job is changed. No, it's not. So. I have to, I think about the shit that happens to both of us, you yeah. know? I'm, I'm right in the middle of a contract I'm negotiation. I'm in We're that discussing now. discussing this type of I've thing. I've experienced you know? it like, so much, and now I'm in the position to, like, change that for other people not to have to feel that. What's the name of the song again? Uh, Return? Return. Return, sure. Holy. Copy album. Oh, this one. 65 views on copy link on YouTube with the, with the warrior, right? Return. Yeah. Yeah. Uritao Warrior. I got you. The thing with him is like, he doesn't Paste. have like a, a powerful I voice. Found it. Oh, are you already doing it? Okay. He doesn't have like that powerful voice where he could like belt out notes and stuff. Cool. Peter. But the way he writes his music and stuff and the song, he doesn't have to be. Just he could just stay just, just that mellow tone. But he has some really sweet like no, he's got some sounds good in between, yeah, exactly. you know. And the the space in between the stuff is yeah. really nice. You know, like, you know, some people go, well, you know, if you look at somebody like Glenn from my own, that guy's voice is just so versatile. You know, you can hit the notes and go on the runs and stuff. And somebody like Holly doesn't have that, <clears throat> but he can still deliver his voice in a way where it's enjoyable. People are still going in this jet with his music. Oh yeah. Good job. So, I'm gonna cut this and then go back. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. Absolutely agree with that comment right there. Yo, we back. That was Hully, yo. Follow Ooh, our boy Hully on all platforms. Love it. Love song, it. Song love is, him, uh, too. Return. Uh, man, he is a great artist. <laughs> and Coco loves mimicking him. Yes. Hully uh, sound. Yep. And, uh, oh, sorry. But once again, listen to the part of our show here on Island City where our biatch meets the streets. And uh, before we got one more big segment before we get out of here. Um, so one thought that was going through my mind was, does one's ethnicity or culture create a stereotype for their work environment yes mark you said yes right away go i ahead. think it can yes. yes go ahead mark so when you think of a gardener landscaper you think of a, a house framer or roofer or concrete finisher um you think of a line cook in a restaurant a housekeeper and you bring that up in conversation and you ask somebody, who do you think has that job? And the first words come out of their mouth is going to be Mexicans. Well, the gardener. Mexican. Homeowner. Should be. Should be. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, but I mean, you look around, you look at landscape companies all around the county. Yeah. You know, all the different landscape companies that are around. Drive out East Lake and Otay Ranch and stuff and they're maintaining. Who is it that's out there throwing the weed whacker around and has a leaf blower on their back? You know, doing the, the the labor, the yeah, hard work, the, you know, the, get, the back yeah. breaking labor, right? right? Who's the ones working out in the vegetable fields and the, the fruit fields and stuff in the orchards? Here, yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, I'll admit it. Yeah, yeah, but, Mexicans, yeah. And then you know, then the same thing can go for um, you had brought up Samoan. Sure, you know? yeah, Samoan culture too. Yeah, I what, mean, what are you looking at? You know, you say athletes, airport athletes, and you know, athletes, uh, c- collegiate or professional. Yep. Um, it's expanding more in the in the professional, which is which is awesome. awesome. Yeah, uh, more sports than just football, which is a stereotype for sure. You know, yeah. uh, if you imagine if you're a person seeing a Samoan person play, you're automatically thinking uh, he might be the best one on the team. Junior Seau, Troy Polamalu, whatever you want. Now the latest Tua Tong, what is it, Tongi Lavo or some shit like that. Yeah, Taivola. Yeah, some shit like that. But Tua. But yeah, for sure. And what you said, at least you're in San Diego or California, you know, anything with uh, landscaping, gardening or whatnot, any hard labor, you, you would assume a, a person of Mexican descent is going to handle that, right? Hey, but you know what? You're welcome because you could go to Little Italy, <laughs> you go to a Chinese restaurant, you go in any of the restaurants around San Diego and you go in that kitchen and look who's over there cooking that food. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you said Asian. So Asian stereotype would... Uh, 
Yeah. It's been in the mainstream. Is, is doctors, right? So, like, you, you automatically think this person is going to be a nurse or, or whatnot. Right. Oh, uh, I know. And, uh... <laughs> oh, I know who you are talking about. Who's that? Like, uh, who are talking about? We're talking about Pinoy Balut. We are talking about that. You are always a nurse or a doctor. <laughs> well, even, even, Some even, sort even, of medical field education. <laughs> all of that. Because you are educated. You got your degrees. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? So Bachelor. it's like... Hey, hold on, man. Ralph said, I'm stereotyped. Program. Ha 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 ha. Nah, I'm a, you're stereotypical with nah, a man, massage get, parlor. Nah. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Whoa. What's going on, nah, Ralph? Ralph, Ralph, gave Ralph is there something you need to share with us, Ralph? Jose cooking orange chicken. That's right? why. And you're what the hell? Jose what is the cooking orange chicken and he fucking cook it like really good, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sherry, what are we? Yeah, like orange put, chicken? You put jalapenos in it. That's why. It's not chicken. It's chicken. Chicken. No, but real shit. So, like, it's, I mean, even us, like, we kind of fall, we always fall, well, myself at least, in the kind of the Islander kind of stereotypical field, which I don't work in. Mm. Um, but, you know, when you grow up, you kind of follow those patterns like we talked about. Um, you know, I played football, did all these things, like, I obviously didn't make it professionally, didn't have the size or, or skill set, which is totally fine with me. Um, but it's crazy that you automatically think. And so, like, when you go off of these jobs... Should there be an exception? We're talking about judgment. When judgment you say rate. exception, what do you mean? What do you so, mean by so that? So we're talking about uh, a Filipino kid coming out of college, going to nursing school, all that. Do you like, and you work for Sharp Hospital? Do you take this person because they automatically fit? I'm dead ass serious. No, you, I know. You, you, you should take the person because they can the actually do the job. That's what okay. you do. That's what oh, you should okay, do, so theoretically. I'm, yeah, go ahead. So, so you're so thinking I'm, about I'm, the opposite side. Yeah, so I'm thinking about the opposite side of that spectrum, right? And uh, so when you look at, you know, what what is the reputation, and, and, and I, this is going to sound racist, and by no means is my intention to sound racist. I'm just pointing out something that I'm sure some people out there hearing it might right. even agree with it. Sure. Okay. Not agreeing in a good way, but agreeing going, yeah, that's actually fucking true what he's saying, right? A lot of people's perception of African-American. Talk about it. Okay. Um, through through the years and everything, they, the, they've they been painted as being um, lazy, shifty, whatever. Blade, cheap yeah. So when it comes to a job, <laughs> when it comes to a job, and you have an African American going for the job, and somebody else, Blade cheap art. they're gonna look at that person and go, hmm. They're Blade gonna say, cheap they're gonna say, Blade cheap art. I'm not gonna hire that dude, you know? Yeah. I'm not gonna hire that dude. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? That's no, what I'm saying. It, it, it shit, can yeah. work in the reverse in a negative way. And that's, that's just an example. I mean, but that's a major example because oh, sure. that's something that you see it. I mean, <laughs> kind of fucked up story, but it happens all the time. The guy I work with, Tall white dude. I'm the foreman. We pull up on the job. People go to talk to one of us. Who do you think they talk to first? Him. 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 Automatically, they assume he's the Does guy. Does he in stand charge. with a clipboard? Nope. But they automatically. Does he have a pocket protector? No pocket protector. How tall is he? Six he, two. He does have a. Is a pocket he tall? Knife. Yeah. He is he tall? Knife, is he tall? Though. Oh yeah, he's six six three six. That is why. That's why. That's why. That's why. Yeah. No, but it's it's just that assumption that people make, right? They see two people. And you're jump darker out. than he is. Yeah, they look at the white guy and look at the brown guy and they go, white guy's in charge. Absolutely. Amen. And they start talking to him. And then when he goes, I don't know, you got to talk to the foreman. And he points at me. They're like, oh, oh shit. And they were all, and uh, no, no. And then the next thing, Abolos no. English. <laughs> yes. The next I thing is, Jose, his, I'm going to uh, need a translator me, over here, so Jose. You know? Yo soy <laughs> um, amigo. <laughs> Tranquilo. I O M O Yoro Frendo. <laughs> Comprendo. Hola. Amigo. <laughs> oh my God. These people, I don't know why they hire them. <laughs> I mean, I know they work really hard, but I need like help talking. To but, them. but that stereotype works both ways. No. Uh, yeah, it can. You know? It can for sure. But the, the sucky part about it is that you utilize that stereotype and it can turn around and bite you in the ass. But it exists. It does exist. It, and, and we can't And not it. just in job. It, we stereotype all the time. Oh, for but sure. But it, yes, it's very easy to kind of pull, put, all, put us all in our lanes for some things that, you know, like you were talking about, culturally known for, you know? Right. Filipinos are nurses. Yeah. A I'll, lot of my Filipino friends, in fact, are nurses or are in the medical field. And I'll take it to, to, to our own. I mean, shit, when they, 
Every time, oh, yeah, I'm tomorrow. Oh, you know how to make Kelwin? Yes, exactly. Bitch. When I was nine or years do old, you know? Yeah, I can also make great pasta and like all the fucking restaurant meals that you can think of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. like those. And, and Have so, you been so, to the Guahan Growl? Yes, bitch. I know the owners. We drink for. I'm not, not going to say what we drink for. <laughs> for cheap. <laughs> like same, for not the same price as you. Yeah. So they're, you know, they can't work to your advantage for sure. <laughs> when it comes to certain fields. Um, but, but yeah, for sure, us seems. Yeah, and it's like. It's, it's those things. So so does it come to an advantage or, or is it always is it always a disadvantage? I think it depends. Yeah, it depends. On the person? Yep. Absolutely. On the person. Depending the on the person. Oh, <laughs> so, bringing I mean, it back. We, we've kind of been talking about the negative sense. Look at Ralph. Both my brothers are nurses. <laughs> oh, is that right, Ralph? Good, well, because you know what? Shit. I was having this bad headache. <laughs> Dude, it's like, uh, you know, the, <laughs> you see it in movies and stuff and. They, they'll, they'll play with that stereotype and they'll look and be like, we need somebody who's really good at math and they'll look and they'll be an Asian, the Asian room dude. and they'll point at him and fuck, man, it's because I'm Asian. He'll go up there and the guy's a complete dumbass. You know? Yeah. And that's how it can, can turn around and They're like, and Trang, yeah. what's yeah, right. 3,000 times 275,000? And he's like, I don't know, man. I'm from Michigan. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Got a spark up. <laughs> oh, shit. Ralph's whole family is in the... He said his, his brothers and his mom. So See? what happened to you, Ralph? Yeah. Dumbass. You did not. You don't want <laughs> to be a nurse. You know, did you want to be Dumb like bitch. make your life with <laughs> jokes like Jokoy? Ralph, Ralph said I I didn't make it. I didn't make the cut. He <laughs> said fuck that. Yeah, I was too dumb. Oh nurse. man, uh, that be a phlebotomist or something. Or, yeah, no. Nah, Why don't you be like you a, be a technician, anesthesiologist? <laughs> you can do as anesthesiologist. Uh, okay, just, maybe the Ralph, you can't be a nurse. You go to the Navy instead. <laughs> Get in the Coast Guard. It's yeah, easier. Coast Guard's easier to be here. We just fucking went I'm sorry, Ralph. Coast Guard. None of them is none of them is easy. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, that's another stereotype. We'll talk about your see, ass. Later. See, everywhere there is stereotypes, no, and there that, are sure. stereotypes in job. So, so I'm stereotype, be, but not because of my race. There's truth because of how I am. Because there, that's how the stereotype was created. <laughs> but that's why we do uh, yeah. it. Because you know what I mean? Yes, and that's why people get so bothered. It's like you cannot tell me. Like, the world has to be so careful about all the shit that we have to say. But when we're at home in our private room, we are saying all of that shit. You're with people that are not well, going to get if, offended. Even you if know? people aren't saying things, um, as such as we're, we're talking about the work field, so we understand, like, this is what's happening. It's in present day. We understand. Um, I'm, I might not call one one of my uh, Samoan friends to come stick a needle in me. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Why? Because first of all, they might do that shit too hard and make me bleed to death. Because you're judging them. No, it's back to that judgment. You see a big dude with a needle know. in his hand, you think he's gonna stab your bone. See? <laughs> I don't think he has the touch that an Asian person might have with my fucking bone. I mean, I would definitely choose Joyce Lynn over like someone Joyce else. Lynn. You know, yes, Joyce Lynn. That's I not, would. Is that's that a not separation racist. for Jocelyn or Joyce Lynn, Jocelyn, Joy Lynn, all of the Lynns. I will get all the Joyce and all the Lynns. I would prefer her. Than anybody else, you know? Well, I'm just saying, just to put it in people's minds, like, this shit does happen. Don't say you haven't done it because I call your bullshit, right? Yeah, I do it all the Uh, time. But I think the overall perspective of of what we're talking about today is that you shouldn't judge somebody's uh, skill set or knowledge based off of ethnicity or culture. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, you know, just. I mean, they're going to, but that doesn't make it true. Yeah. Because you don't field, define man. people who they are just because yeah. of what you think of them. Same field. Just like Mark said, uh, he's he's a foreman. Somebody might go to the white dude and ask what the fuck is going on. Or they look at you. That white dude don't know what the fuck going on. Uh, a compromiso. Yeah. Are, are you going to get El Brumo and sweet <laughs> El Sidewalko? I'm going to get this fucking hando, fisto, <laughs> face old motherfucker. And, and kick you in your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you're Asian. <laughs> No, that's us all. No. <laughs> a Japanese. Oh man. Well, that was that was good, guys. We're running out of time here. Um but it I do want I did so want to put this, this conversation in perspective just because um it's happening in present day. Yeah. Um with all of us, I'm sure. It happens all the time. Um different ways, different ways. Like look at look at for example, real quick. You could look at somebody like Rich D and go, Man, that motherfucker look dumb as fuck. But then One you of get the to know smartest him. motherfuckers I know. Yeah, he's like on Saturday yeah, driving the driveway on Sundays. No, when he's, he's like drinking, Rain he's Man a dumb smart. He's no, but very he comes smart. up with good ideas. No, he does. But when it, with what well, he says, we all do when we're drunk, we but, all come up with good ideas, right? But it's a good idea when you're sober, right? When you <laughs> no. remember it and you're sober. So that's that was the one thing I did learn from yep. him. He said it's a great idea when you're sober and, and you remember that idea. Yes. No, he is very smart. And don't you know I might edit this part out just so you don't think about 
No, no, we had a good one, dude. We had to show him some love, especially after he tried to clown me about the drone. Hey, yeah. And the shirt I had to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Tatonka one. Oh, no, the story, guys. Um, but for sure, like, we, we want to make sure da, da, that everyone da, is thinking da, about da, it. Da, and da, just don't judge. My pops was in the military, too, Ralph. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Vince. You're good. Just don't judge. Don't judge people before you meet them, man, and really talk to them. Gotta give everybody the same fair chance that you would hope that they would give you. There's a saying out there. Is um, I saw it on on one of the Instagram posts. It was like treat. Oh, it must be true then. No fuck. I mean, it should be true. I'm not saying it is true. It says talk talk to the talk to the The hand because the face don't give a damn. Talk to the booty because the hands off duty. (laughs) Talk to the CEO the same way you talk to the janitor or some shit like that. It's true. Treat them, which you should. Because you never know, the CEO might be cleaning the shit up because he needs to do what I'm saying. He might Haven't be you ever un- seen an undercover, undercover boss? boss? Exactly. Oh, Get out of my brain. Oh, oh my God. I'm oh like in God. your brain. So I was like, so cool. You're thinking like, oh my God, stop. No, I don't want to say what you're thinking. No. Oh you're foul. You guys, you guys. <laughs> like depending on the person. We seriously do share a brain. One more time. One more time. The, oh. Yes, the Chelu fundraiser. Yes, the yes. CCF fundraiser. Yes, the, the CCF. We put the fun in fundraiser. But I thought you were going to start reading. Come on, I'm trying to keep it going. So the one I was going to follow up with everybody, <laughs> Chetlu fundraiser. Yes, it's a breakfast fundraiser. Jeez. It is this month. Um, it is going to be on June 25th at the Golden Corral oh. at 390 West Main Street in El Cajon. Uh, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Right. right. It's all-you-can-eat breakfast. Hey. Come on out. It's uh, $20 for adults. Children three and under are for free. Four years and above is $15. But let me give you guys a secret. You show up for breakfast. You eat all you want to eat. And then you just sit there and chill and shoot the shit with everybody that's there. And then you eat again. there's going to be plenty. Auntie, uncle come in. Primo, prima coming in. And you just keep on talking. And we then may they, have done this out of experience. Just then they set up for lunch. And guess what? Bada boom, bing. boom. And you only paid once. Tag team. Back again. Yeah. Yes. We put the fun in fundraiser. And you put the fun in fundraiser. So, yeah. And refund. So that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the most current Dang, um, I was trying to. fundraiser. <laughs> that's the most current fundraiser coming up for Chetlu. Yep. But then again, Thank we you, do Jelly. have Join us. the three fundraisers coming up in the summer. Yeah, so uh, definitely come out to those. Uh, we are going to announce some vendors once uh, they're released. Yes. Um, it's going to be a lot of food, a lot of drinks, a whole lot of fun for sure. Uh, it is a family-friendly event, so bring your kids out. Don't think you need to leave the kids at home. Uh, and if you've ever been to one of our events, we make sure that the kids are safe by any means. Even if you don't know you guys, we'll make sure you know they don't run off anywhere or shit like that. Um, it's just kind of out of our human nature. Um Cause shit can shit has been pretty bad out here in these streets. Um, Screets. 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 Um, with that being said, Mark got anything left? Oh man. You know what? I started checking out the, uh, the little series on, uh, Amazon prime. Okay. The boys. Okay. And it was something that was recommended to me a while back by Rich D. Fuck that guy. I still, yeah, but I started watching it. I watched like the first couple episodes, and then <clears throat> you know the the house move, everything happened, so I got away from it. I just recently started watching it again. Yeah. And oh my god, what is it called? It's called The Boys. D D A or no, just The Boys. The T H E Boys. Yeah. And so it's basically it's a group of superheroes, you know, and uh, they just <laughs> just check it out. Sure. Just check it out. It's on Amazon um, Prime. Amazon video? Prime. Yeah. Don't watch it with the kids. <laughs> Do okay, not watch it go. with the kids. Because it's pretty graphic. Oh, there's, my gosh. There's language. There's some other stuff in there. Yeah. But it's freaking hilarious. And there's shit that happens in there where you're watching all of a sudden like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know? <laughs> so, but it's, it's a good series, man. It's, Dope. Yeah. And it's go-go. Uh, thanks, everybody, just for coming coming yeah. and chatting with us. It's been a while. So it's good to have you back. Good to be back. Mm-hmm. And thanks for the warm welcome. And uh, no, nothing. Nothing really. Nothing really. Just be be good to yourself and to each other. And may we be uh, possibly having a uh, par bar on location? Oh my gosh, yes. Bay? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I think that's going to happen for sure. The tiny, yeah. home, the tiny home premiere in Mission Bay. And then join us live so we can do a pan. Yeah, let's See do you. That'd be a great idea. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? DM us and tell us yeah. what's a good oh, weekend. Maybe we a live show out there. That's, that's what, what I thought saying, he meant. Bro. Oh, on I didn't location know that. live. On show. location. Oh, dude, man, bro, you know I'm tomorrow. I don't understand like that. 
San Diego County Fair that yeah. watched us perform. Yeah. Uh, shout out to our family and friends. Shout out to our boy John Mack that was here last week that actually pulled up. Rolled and, up uh, like he yeah, said he would. It was good. Uh, man, Mark. Oh, I'd love to get his take on the tiny house. Oh, for sure. He would actually might yeah. be a, a, a good person to talk to. He's into minimalism. So. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, He's going to be Mark like, this killed is too it. much. Mark killed it's it out there beautiful. along with, you know, all the other boys. I mean, uh, you did your thing hey, too, man. man. You I got to give bro. you your props, man. Hey, appreciate that, bro. Uh, we all came through, made made the show happen. Shout out to my wife for making that whole thing, the whole yeah. thing happen. You know what I mean? uh, shout out to our boy Pahu that was out there. His Jeez. first Pahu. show. What uh, is your what song do you want to do? Hey Pahu, that's what that's what he said. <laughs> it ain't even a song. It ain't even a beat. It's, it's a just drum. The name of a drum. He just want to play the Pahu drum. But, uh, but yeah, thank you for your service, everyone. Ralph. I just saw that you were in the military, like your pops, exactly. and my pops so was too. Thank, thank you, thank you, Ralph. I'll buy you a beer later. Um, but yeah, shout out to everyone that came through. Uh, <laughs> or you buy me a beer later. <laughs> uh, so yeah, shout out to everyone that came through, and then uh, we got a uh, we got we got some good publicity coming through. I just, we just haven't posted it yet, uh, but I want to make sure uh, this this motherfucker said Paju. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> hey, don't be late for work tomorrow. No, he spelled um, it in Spanish. The J is like. I was just gonna say that. Been brewing up for yeah, it's been brewing up for a while. We're gonna put that out there and it should should definitely help us out. So if you guys want to check that out, be sure to post this. Yeah, we're just thankful for it. Really. But until next week, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Let's get go. Island City Radio, powered by